T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is a Friday afternoon. Lots of heavy rain, some thunder, some lightning rolling through the area, but uh, looks like it's going to clear out. We, we should have an okay weekend, which to me seems pretty doggone good. I'm, I'm happy about that. Lots of good stuff that is happening uh, this Saturday. That is tomorrow. I'll be down in Chesterfield County twice. First in the morning is the Grand Marshal of the Loch Lothian races there's a 5k there's a 10k it's to support canines for the troops uh service animals for people who have served in the military so i'm very excited about that and then i'll come come home and change a little bit later in the evening i am the the celebrity auctioneer at the uh, shepherd center event down in chesterfield and you can attend both of them there are walk-up tickets for the shepherd's shepherd center event Great food and beverages and the uh, the big auction items that are great. And then Loch Lothian event. Uh, it's all kicks off at the UFID on Midlothian Turnpike. Some great fun there as well. Okay. Congressman Bob Good represents the 5th District in our uh, beloved con- uh, our beloved Commonwealth rather. Uh he's got he's got some tough duty in Congress. Even though our side's in charge, the Republicans are in charge. We we've still got some craziness out there and uh, Bob Good continues to fight that good fight. I'm happy that he's with us. Congressman, welcome my friend. Good afternoon, Jeff. Thanks for having me again. It's always a pleasure to have you here. Uh what is the latest i saw that both the house and the senate uh want to do away with this bizarre biden esg recommendation is is that gonna fly yeah a couple of good legislative victories with the house minority i'm sorry the house being under majority control republicans this past week so used to say minority yeah so glad to say majority it's great to see kevin mccarthy with that gavel instead of nancy pelosi but two legislative victories which perhaps might be a precursor for the days ahead. You know, we, you and I have talked before on air about how a lot of what we do in the House with just one, leg, one half of the legislative branch may be messaging bills to let the American people know what we will do if they give us complete control. But there's a little bit of, of, of hope there that perhaps some of these uh, Democrats are looking beyond Biden to, at their own uh, political well-being, if you will, going into 24, and there's a little glimmer of hope with a couple of things. One, as you just referenced, the ESG. You know, Biden had his Labor Department at the end of the end of the year, back in December, issue a rule. You know, he loves to put executive decrees out, and a new rule 
that said uh, fund managers for retirement accounts, uh, 401ks, which affects, what, some 150 million Americans, something like that, uh, have to consider ESG, you know, climate, environmental extremism, anti-reliable, affordable energy, uh, woke social policies, those sorts of things, in investment decisions for retirees, uh, 401k and, and pension accounts. And uh, this is uh, not only to the detriment of the energy industry, for example, but also, of course, to the very retirees who they have a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interest of. You know, it's, it's fine if, if you or I want to direct our a retirement account or another investment account to invest in environmentally conscious funds, and we want to surrender a better return, or we believe it'll provide a better return, that's one thing. But to have someone do that for us, and that's not in our best interest, of course, is improper, unethical, and not in the best interest of the retiree, whose accounts have shrunk by 20% under this president over two years because of his bad policies, mm-hmm. and not to mention the lack of purchasing power. You've got all these retirees who are having to delay retirement, to work during retirement, or just to live on a much leaner budget because of the policies. So all that said, we passed it out of the House, passed it out of the Senate, uh, where the president has threatened to veto it. I'm hopeful that he might reconsider that. Uh, but we also had the bill that uh, he says he's going to sign, which was the bill to overrule D.C., determining to make it an even more unsafe city by, you know, not by not uh, keeping hard, violent criminals in jail. Uh, and so my my good friend Andrew Clyde sponsored the bill. I was an original co-signer of both of these bills, the ESG bill, as well as the D.C. crime prevention bill. That's not the official name of it, but uh, but that that has passed the House and the Senate as well, and it looks like uh, or the president uh, says he will sign that. So good, wow. good couple of good wow. legislative victories out of the House in the last week or so. Yeah, I tell you, Bob, the, the the whole ESG thing struck me as so bizarre. My my financial guy, I'm not ready to retire tomorrow, but I'd like to retire at some point. Uh, when I, I mentioned this, he, he sort of shook his head. He said, listen, I am your fiduciary. I have to do what is best for you. I'm obligated right. under the law, uh, in addition to the fact that we're friends and you have a relationship. He says, I'm obligated under the law. So it just seemed to me bizarre that the president would give people with this sort of left-wing policy slant the, the get-out-of-jail-free card, if you will, that they could violate this oath that they have to, to do what's best for that particular client. So I, I'm glad, I'm, I'm thrilled to see that uh, you stood on that, but I'm, I'm happy and a little surprised the Democrats in the Senate stood with you. Are you? I am. I am. Uh, Mike uh, Braun, good friend, uh, Senator from Indiana, uh, was, was, the, was the driver on the Senate side on that. Um, and uh He's encouraged as well, and and glad to see it. I think my I, I think the fella from Montana and the fella from West Virginia are perhaps seeing the handwriting on the wall. I hope we can put former former in front of both of their Senate titles here uh, two years from now. I'd love to see Alex Mooney from West Virginia and Matt Rosendale from Montana as the senators of those states. I'm trying to coax my two friends to get in the race there, and hopefully they will. But uh, but yeah, a couple of those senators I think are. are Concerned, you know, they're in states, of course. We've got seven of them on the ballot in 24 that Trump won those states. We've got Democrats in those red states. So it looks good for us. 
Good, good. Congressman Bob Good joining us represents the uh, the 5th District. Uh, what about China and Ukraine? Is it possible for us to be on guard against both of them? And, and frankly, should we be sending billions of dollars to Ukraine in the first place? Well, I'm going to put borrowing and sending in front of that. Yeah. You know, everything we, uh, we do in the Congress... Uh, of course, again, the president tries to do things without Congress, but everything we do has to be in the context of should we borrow to do that. And with Ukraine, uh, you can condemn the brutal Russian attack. You can recognize the evil of Putin and the ruthless, you know, unjustified attack, and you can, you know, prayerfully uh, support Ukraine. Mm-hmm. But uh, the question should always be, is this in the American national security interest? What is our uh, national security interest? Is this our fight? Uh, NATO did not accept Ukraine or has not accepted Ukraine. We're on the hook to defend, as you know, 30 or so, 29 other NATO countries who are not meeting most of them, their 2% defense investment, by the way. Mm-hmm. Why are the United States given $113 billion which is $260 million per congressional district, by the way. But why has the United States borrowed $113 billion last year when Europe has only invested a fraction of that, when this fight is on their doorstep? Europe is not chosen to be in this. So, so I, I just don't know what the end game is. I don't know what the exit strategy, as many have said over the years, these are easy to get into, so difficult to get out of, especially a bordering country whose animosities and hostilities and resentment, however this plays out, is going to last a long time. So what is the United States national security interest in escalating, uh, let alone uh, being engaged in this for a a, a protracted period of time? And there's, you know, there's reports that only maybe 30 billion of the 113 billion or some a reduced fund of that has actually been gotten to the front lines to make an impact. We, the Democrats have fought us uh, over the last year on, you know, bring, trying to bring some accountability and transparency to how the, the funds have been distributed or spent there. So I have great concern about Ukraine. You also, it just needs to be said, Jeff, when Hunter Biden makes millions of dollars off what was previously before the war, recognized as a corrupt country, not a democracy, a country that has suppressed freedom, uh, has suppressed freedom of the press, freedom of religion, as well as political opposition. Hunter Biden makes millions off of that. How much of it to the big guy? And then does how does that impact the billions that are in turn sent to Ukraine? And then you could ask the thing about China, which it is in our national security interest to confront China the way President Trump was trying to do, recognizing them as an adversary, not as a competitor, but to do everything we can to diminish their ability to, to, to uh, achieve dominance as they want to economically, militarily, and otherwise. Are we in a position to remove that most favored nation status from China? You know, I, I don't know what the po- probability of that is. I will tell you, or, or essentially the possibility, uh, but I will tell you that it would begin at least with a president who recognized China as an adversary where this president will not. As you know, he considers them a healthy competitor. He doesn't even ask Chairman Xi 
uh, you know, about the COVID origins. He doesn't even confront him about the human rights violations. He sends all kinds of crazy signals about uh, Taiwan. But similar back to, you know, what President Trump was so was so wise about, he didn't want our enemies to know what we would or wouldn't do. Right. Be as strong as we can be, recognize the purpose of the military is to be the most lethal fighting force, so nobody wants to challenge it. President Trump recognized that, but then don't take things off the table. Have your enemy, or potential enemy, I should say, your, your potential adversary wondering what you will do. And what did Biden do on the eve of the invasion of Ukraine? He said, well, it wouldn't be a big deal if they had a small incursion into Ukraine. If they went a little bit into Ukraine, that wouldn't be a big deal. And then he sends, sends John Kerry to go over to Putin, to go over to Russia, to say, hey, consider the climate impact of an invasion. And it would be funny, you know, if it wasn't so sad that that's really how this Biden administration thinks. Yep, that's exactly right. Hey, uh, Bob Good is joining us, congressman from the 5th District. Bob, it doesn't happen all that often, but we are on different sides on something. And I wanted to uh, pick your brain a little bit, this uh, 10th District State Senate race. And, and, you know, we're getting hyper-local here, but that's my district. There's going to be my new district. Uh, I I just think the world of uh, John McGuire, who I've known forever, and I know that you're supporting, you've endorsed uh, Dwayne Adams out of Louisa. What was it about him that said to you, yeah, I think he's the best of the gang? Uh, well, I'm for Dwayne Adams. Uh, Dwayne Adams is a great friend. He's a bold, strong conservative. He's doing an outstanding job as the chairman of the Board of Supervisors in Louisa County. Uh, he's shown tremendous courage taking on the issue of monuments, for example, and uh, uh, Southern uh, our heritage memorial, Confederate memorials and things like that, things that a lot of other politicians don't want to want to take on. Uh, he's, he's, he's been a true conservative. Uh, I was a county supervisor before I ran for Congress, so I, I've, I've admired the work that he's done there. Uh, I think he's the best candidate. I'm 100% behind him. going to do everything I can to help him win. I will tell you Jack Dyer in Hanover I think is tremendous also. Uh, he, it, it, was a, it was a tough decision, quite frankly, between the two of them. And uh, But I'm for Dwayne, but also like Jack Dyer, doing a great job as the chairman of the Hanover GOP and, and is a great friend as well. So those would be my top two candidates, but 100 percent behind Dwayne. I think he's the kind of person we need in the General Assembly. I don't want to be critical of anyone else, so I, I guess I would just leave it at that. that I think Dwayne Adams is absolutely the best choice. He has my full support. Uh, we're closely aligned. He's been a big help to me, and I'm trying to do everything I can to get him in there. All right, and no concern at all about the three runs as a Democrat? Well, well, if you go, you know, you can go back uh, 10 years before Ronald Reagan was governor of California. He was a Democrat. You can go 10 years before Donald Trump was president. He was a Democrat or at least voted for Barack Obama. He is acknowledged he voted for Barack Obama. For Dwayne Adams to have been a a Democrat 30 years ago, I'm not at all concerned about that. You know, Dwayne Adams is originally from West Virginia. And, you know, they'll tell you there you got two kinds of uh, back then you had two kinds of parties in, in West Virginia, the conservative Democrats and the moderate Democrats. I'm not concerned about what he was 30 years ago. What I'm concerned about is what he's doing today. And again, I, I want to avoid being critical of any candidates. I, I, I want to try to do that uh, uh, privately. I have private conversations if someone wants to know why I'm not for a particular candidate. But, but in terms of public on air, I'm supporting Dwayne Adams. Absolutely. All right. Well, listen, I, I always appreciate you being here. I, I urge you to continue uh, fighting that good fight up there in D.C. We need people like you who are uh, standing strong and uh, putting our nation first, putting our people 
of this nation, our kids. That's what I'm thinking about when I see this Ukraine situation. So I, I, I appreciate all of that and uh, uh, wish you, as always, the best. Uh, a blessed weekend. We'll talk again soon, I hope. Thank you, Jeff. Great to be with you. Thank you, sir. That is uh, Congressman Bob Good, 5th District. It is 350. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 